What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie theater camp. Here's a quick synopsis. After Joan, the founder of a theater camp in upstate New York, falls into a coma, her inexperienced son Troy takes over to run the camp in her absence. The film stars Molly Gordon, Ben Platt, Jimmy Tatro, Iowa Debris, and Noah Galvin. Standout performances. Jimmy Tatro is an insanely funny actor. He's the best part of the ABC sitcom Home Economics. In theater camp, he plays Troy, a character who didn't fully understand his mom's role at this theater camp and views himself as a savvy businessman. He's mostly comic relief, but what's impressive is it works. I think he's given the hardest role in the movie and he completely knocks it out of the park i believe tatro will continue to make more of an impact on the big screen and i could definitely see him landing more leading roles tatro will next appear in the movie you're cordially invited with reese witherspoon and will ferrell directed by nicholas stoller ben platt has become a weirdly polarizing figure he was a breakout broadway star for his performance in dear evan hansen but the film version was the furthest thing from beloved. He was mocked openly for playing a high school student. I really like him in this film where he plays Amos, who is afraid of being a performer and of his life changing in big ways. Platt clearly has a passion for the subject matter. He's also a co-writer of Theater Camp. I'm back on the Ben Platt bandwagon. In the right role, he's effective. I still have long-term questions as to whether he's capable of being a Hollywood leading man. I do believe this is a step in the right direction and I think it's very good that he's in a non-musical. Yes, there are musical aspects to this movie, but it is a non-musical and Ben Platt is very good in it. I just became aware of Molly Gordon on season 2 of The Bear where she is an obvious bright spot. Not only does she star in Theater Camp, she co-wrote and co-directed the film and was clearly great in all three facets. She plays an acting teacher who wants to perform someone who for a brief period of time took a time out from their dreams. Gordon is definitely a performer who gets you to feel empathy towards her characters, which is the point of acting. And finally, Iowa Debery from The Bear shows up in this movie for a small role, and I got to say I love the fact that she, for one, is willing to take on supporting parts in good movies, and two, not care if the character is likable. She's really good at playing flawed roles. She's not always playing Sid from The Bear. I had a sense while watching this movie that this is one of those movie casts that in a few years will be going, wait a second, All of these people were in the same movie. Like, I feel like Molly Gordon is going to be a big name in the future. And the same with Jimmy Tatro. Iowa Debris is way along her way. Everyone knows who she is because of the bear. Ben Platt has been famous for a while, but I think the two breakout stars are going to be Gordon and Tatro. I think we're going to look back and go, wait a second, these two people were so good in so many things, and I think people are going to revisit this movie after these two become 
famous. I believe both are destined for movie stardom. I think it could end up being a movie like Short Term 12, a really good movie that not enough people saw, but then people have revisited because every single person in that film went on to become a movie star. And I feel like the exact same thing could happen with Theater Camp. I do believe Ben Platt could have a better movie career than most people expect him to. I get it. The Dear Evan Hansen thing was really bad. I didn't like that movie at all. I thought Caitlin Deaver was the only person who looked good after that movie. I was kind of done with Ben Platt. He felt like somebody who should probably be in more theater shows than in movies. But now I've kind of changed my opinion on him. I think he could be a very good supporting actor in a movie. My big question about Ben Platt, like I said earlier, is can Ben Platt be the lead of a movie that I want to watch? I don't know the answer to that because he really hasn't worked with top-notch filmmakers. I mean, he hasn't worked with the likes of a guy like David Fincher or whoever, and maybe he'll never get that opportunity. But I just don't know the answer. I mean, he's always been good in small little parts. Like, I thought he was fine in the Pitch Perfect films, but he was only playing a small role in those. I do want to talk about Tatro more because I do believe, like I said, he is destined for movie stardom. I just feel like he could possibly be a movie star in the wrong era. Like, he would be perfect for the 2000s because there would be comedies made starring Jimmy Tatro. But now nobody is starring in comedies. The comedy genre is the genre that is struggling most in movies. So there's not endless amount of opportunities. Like Jimmy Tatro isn't going to be in a movie with Ben Stiller or Jim Carrey. Like he would be perfect in those kind of movies. And I mean this as an absolute compliment. I would love to see him in an Adam Sandler comedy because I believe he is made for those kind of roles. I also believe he would thrive in a Seth Rogen written comedy movie. I mean, I would love to see him work with Judd Apatow. I mean, that's still a possibility. Those are the type of movies I want to see this guy star in because he's so endlessly funny and interesting and there's just not that many people like him in movies nowadays. But the big fear is that movies don't know what to do with him. Now, clearly Theater Camp understood what to do with him. Give him the laugh out funny role in the movie and have him be interesting and have him be funny and it's going to work out in the end and that's exactly what happened but do other movies like do bigger movies know what to do with him like I would love to see him in a studio movie like what if he shows up in the Marvel movies and they don't know what to do with him that's my biggest fear for him is that he'll always just be the guy who's really good on home economics but don't count him out because of that sitcom like that's how Chris Pratt got started he was the funniest thing in Parks and Recreation and then he got those bigger movies he got the Guardians of the Galaxies he got the Jurassic World films that's something I could definitely see happening with Jimmy Tatro keep track of that name because he might be one of our biggest movie stars in the next five to ten years. I personally view Theater Camp as a satire, and what makes it a good one is that you can tell the people who made it 
love and care for the subject matter they are satirizing. It's not just made to make fun of theater kid culture. It does that effectively, but it also gives you an inside look at how serious aspiring actors take theater. Satires get criticized harsher than most films because modern life is hard to satire because everybody is in on the joke. We all know the big problems that are going on in everyday life. That's why Don't Look Up was a polarizing film because we had heard about global warming since we were kids. Yes, some people might not buy into it, but they know what you're talking about. I feel like theater camp culture is something that not a lot of people know about, especially nowadays. Going to camp in general is just not a thing that a lot of people are doing. This felt like a fresh satire that we had never seen before. And it also doesn't feel preachy like a lot of other satires. Like a lot of satires like to come out as they're better than what they are satirizing. That's not the case with theater camp. They love everything that they are talking about in the movie. They love the culture they are satirizing and they want it to continue to go on. My point is this movie isn't trying to make a big societal change. It's just trying to give you a look into a culture you might not fully have a grasp or understanding on. In a weird way, it's kind of like Jonah Hill's mid-90s. I mean, that's a movie that's giving you an inside look into skateboarding world of the 90s. I mean, yes, some people live that, but not a lot of people understand that culture and not a lot of people understand theater culture. They only think of it when they think of movies like High School Musical. They think that's what real theater culture is like. And I think a movie like Theater Camp is obviously more realistic to what reality actually is. I was hinting at it before, but this movie does feel kind of nostalgic because it has a bunch of kids going to camp and it doesn't feel like that's something that happens all that often in modern life. Maybe it does, but I don't know a lot of kids going away to camp all that often. And this movie kind of reminded me of the movie Meatballs, the movie with Bill Murray. He's having a ton of fun. And that movie doesn't really have a plot. You just watch it and you enjoy it. And while there is more of a plot in theater camp, it really is a movie that isn't plot-driven. It's about the characters themselves having a good time. Let's talk about this film's box office. It only made four million dollars and I'm, I really don't understand where we are at when it comes to comedies and what makes them successful or not successful at the box office. The comedies that were super successful at the box office when I was growing up were these really broad comedies with these ridiculous premises. Guys like Adam Sandler going back to school. Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, and Luke Wilson joining a fraternity even though they're in their early 30s. Ben Stiller being a male model. Like, these were main mainstream movies. These were wacky. Why aren't there movies like that anymore? Now, Theater Camp is not like one of those movies. It is a uber-specific topic. It is making a movie about an actual culture. It is trying to comment on what is going on with real life, which 
which is what I think or is what I thought most people want from comedies nowadays. Like they no longer want that silly, weird movie. But the gritty movies, and that's a weird word to say about theater camp, that it's gritty, but these movies that are more realistic aren't really doing all of that well. They are well made, they are well acted, I really enjoy them, but they're not hitting the mainstream. Like, people aren't having a conversation about them. And like I said, I only believe that theater camp will become bigger because of the cast that it has. I believe more people will find this movie when more of the cast becomes bigger and bigger, like I imagine they will. I guess the big question is, are, are we at the end of big mainstream? comedies and is it just because the studios aren't making them listen I'm talking about a studio comedy next week on this podcast no hard feelings starring Jennifer Lawrence and I'm really interested to talk about that movie and how it was successful and how in some ways it wasn't and I've heard comedic actors like Seth Rogen and Adam Levine say that the reason that comedy isn't where it used to be is because of the Marvel movies and I get what they're saying those movies have this weird humor sensibility like snarky characters like Tony Stark Chris Evans is being really funny in those movies those movies have this weird sense of humor they are comedies and they are making a boatload of money like comedies just can't make a billion dollars there's never going to be a comedy that makes as much of a movie like Oppenheimer because it's made by a guy like Christopher for Nolan. Comedic directors have never been that massively popular. Yes, there have been some really good ones. As successful as Judd Apatow is, he can't make an $800 million movie. And I think that's in part of where comedy has gone. And that's why a guy like Adam McKay isn't making broad comedies anymore. He's trying to make more serious movies with dramatic actors like Christian Bale and Leonardo DiCaprio. And that's where it leaves us. It leaves us with movies like Theater Camp that are really good, but they're not uber successful at the box office. Not a lot of people are talking about them. I checked this movie out because I cared about the people in the movie. I had heard really good things about the movie, but I am a big fan of movies. The casual moviegoer is not seeking a movie like Theater Camp in movie theaters, at least at a rate that it used to. I believe, again, in 2005, a movie like this could make $30 million at the box office. Now, people are just waiting for it to hit a streaming service, to hit a Netflix, to hit a Hulu, so they can watch it at home. One of the ways I believe comedies could make a comeback is to make a movie not like the Avengers, but like the Avengers of comedy with all of the biggest comedic movie stars in one movie. I would love to see a movie that includes Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, Eddie Murphy. I mean, these guys should get together to make a big movie because their combined popularity could get a movie to make 
$400 million or to be one of the highest grossing comedies of all time. Like, I don't think comedians have used their star potential enough to come together to make a hit comedy. I think that's what comedies are lacking that dramas have. Dramas have so many famous dramatic actors in the same movie. There never really has been a comedy that features every single big name you've ever heard of. Yes, there have been comedies that have featured several big names, but not countless. Like, I'm talking about making a comedy that has every big-time comedic movie star in it. Seth Rogen, add him to the list. Have Judd Apatow direct it. Because then if you make a comedy with every comedic big name in it, and it still doesn't do well, you can say, oh, well, we gave it the call a try. I think the sad thing about comedy is they're not even trying anymore. And I know what people say. All of the good comedy is on TV. It's really not. Sitcoms have never been at a worse state. I hate network sitcoms now more than ever. They are so lazy. They don't know what they're really doing. They're just trying to copy every single sitcom of the 90s. They are unoriginal. And the shows that we deem comedies, like Atlanta, like The Bear, like Barry, shows that I love and admire, aren't just comedies. They are comedy dramas. There's not a lot of laughs in TV or movies nowadays. I get all my laughs from stand-ups like John Mulaney, but I'm not getting them from movies, and I don't think I'm getting them from TV shows either. Even when you're watching a movie that is really funny, like Theater Camp, it's hard to get excited because you just don't know if a funny person like Jimmy Tatro is going to get a lot of opportunities to be funny. Like, New Girls, I love the show New Girls. Jake Johnson is the funniest thing in that show, and he's been funny in movies. But has he been given the movie star career I believe he deserves? Absolutely not. He's done some really good work in some smaller indie films with Joe Swanberg, and he's been given some sidekick roles in some big blockbusters with Tom Cruise. But he has not been given the opportunity I believe he should have been given because in the early 2000s, Jake Johnson would have become one of our big comedic movie stars. But because those guys don't exist anymore, he wasn't. I even look at a movie like Let's Be Cops. That movie made money, yet Jake Johnson was not given more opportunities. Overall, I really enjoyed Theater Camp. I think it's up there for being one of the most underrated films of 2023. It got good reviews. Some people saw it. I don't think enough people have seen this movie. And again, I'll reiterate, I think this is a movie a lot of people are going to go back and discover after a lot of these people become more famous as Molly Gordon emerges as an uber-talented actress, director, writer. I believe more people will check out this movie. And who didn't like her in season two of The Bear? Her scenes with Jeremy Allen White were electric. I believe more people will discover this movie because of Iowa Debris. She is an it person right now. She's in every single good project that is being made in 2023. She has a movie coming out that is out called Bottoms with Rachel Sennett that sounds amazing. I want to see that movie. People are likening that movie to Fight Club. 
Who doesn't love David Fincher's Fight Club? And I'm probably most interested to see how do we feel about Ben Platt in five years? Will we be proven right after we ridiculed him about Dear Evan Hansen? Or will we have forgiven him at that point and really like him as a performer again? Because I know a lot of people are down on Ben Platt. I really liked him in this movie. I thought he fit in this movie, but I'm not sure where else he fits in the movie landscape. Will he do more supporting roles? Can he write more good movies? I don't know. I know he had such a passion for theater that this movie made a ton of sense for him. I don't envision a leading man career for Ben Platt. Maybe I'm wrong. I would describe Theater Camp as an easygoing movie, and there aren't a ton of those in 2023. It's just the right amount of humor. It's just the right amount of plot. It's a good time movie, and we need more of those. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out the movie Theater Camp, and next week on the podcast. I'm talking about the comedy No Hard Feelings starring Jennifer Lawrence and Andrew Barth Feldman. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.